I want to start off just by reading a little scripture here. But at first, would you pray with me? Father, open our hearts and our minds to receive your word. May everything that we say and do be a blessing to you and lift your name higher. Father, we just ask that you send your Holy Spirit to be with us this morning. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, we had a baptism this morning. Clancy was baptized. And, uh, you know, when uh, Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River, uh, it said, uh, it's in Matthew 3, 13 through 17. I'm not going to read all of it, but beginning with 16, it says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. <coughs> Excuse me. And with him I am well pleased. I'd like to think that uh, this morning, as uh, Clancy was baptized, that those same things were taking place, that uh, heaven was opened up, and the Spirit of God did descend on Clancy. And he did say, this is my daughter in whom I'm well pleased. So I want to bring that into play before I start uh, speaking this morning. Uh, I, I think about Clancy and I think about uh, years ago, I don't know if she has any money now, but uh, she had some money in her pocket one day and uh, I told her I, I wanted a little of that and she wouldn't let me have it so I turned her upside down. I don't know if she remembers that or not. And I tried to shake the money out of her, but anyway, uh, we love her and we welcome her into the family and into the church. And uh, it's our job now to see that she grows and does well. <laughs> and uh, in that uh, baptism, as she does receive the Holy Spirit, she receives the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, all those things she receives when the Father sent the Holy Spirit. And uh, those are the fruit of the Spirit and they need to be cultivated over time. And it's our job to help her as she grows and it's her job to continue to be in the Word and worship. Uh, now beginning... Uh, what I wanted to talk about this morning is faith and the faith that uh, it's, it's hard to be uh, any type of a Christian without faith, uh, just like she had the faith to accept Jesus today. Uh, anyway, let me just begin by reading Matthew 14, 22 to 31. This scripture maybe said immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. While he did, dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. 
Later that night, he was alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out walking on the lake. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come then, uh, he said to Peter. And Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind and he was afraid and he started to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? Excuse me. And uh, the thing about it is when we take our eyes off of Jesus, we begin to sink. And so as we go through life, we need to continue to keep our eyes focused on Jesus and what he's doing. And I had to, a lot of scripture that I was going to go with this morning, but for some reason, uh, as I was in the sanctuary, God said, you know, I want you to kind of talk about some personal experiences. So I am because uh, I think uh, talks about our faith. You know, you just need the faith of the mustard seed to uh, get things done in this world with Jesus. So I'm going to begin by going back to maybe this is some of my testimony. But when uh, I was in Wichita Falls in the hospital there, they said, uh, you know, I needed a triple bypass. And uh, anyway, that wasn't going to work. They thought they'd kill me if they did that. And then they wanted to do uh, uh, some heart cath. And they said, well, they might kill my kidneys. So we had all kind of problems. Uh, so anyway, but what I'm trying to say is that LaDonna and I talked. LaDonna stayed with me. <laughs> every minute I think and uh, during that time we talked and I said uh, I don't really want quantity I want quality of life and so you know you have to have faith to believe that that you can get there whether you can or not so anyway we left there and we went to Plano and uh, just one thing after another all the way through that mess was the same thing every time we started to get ahead well, we'd take three steps back you know and uh, it just didn't work but in that time we never lost faith and like I said a lot of times your faith gets pretty weak when you get in situations like that where you can't you have no control you don't know what's going to happen next and something is always happening next, by the way. So uh, you have to just hang on to what you have and have faith and look forward to, to see what God's got in store for you. Uh, as we went along there, uh, when I, I, I spoke, when I gave my testimony that uh, 
I had a meeting with the Lord one night, and uh, I did after that. Uh, things look, you know, I just said, well, I'm in your hands, whatever. Things started getting better. Well, all the times that things were getting better with me, the doctor was telling us, we, you know, I wasn't going to make it, we were going to die. <laughs> he was telling uh, LaDonna that uh, we need to be, uh, she needed to get ready to put me in uh, some type of uh, care or hospice or whatever. And uh, in my mind, I just kept thinking that, uh, you know, God's going to take care of this somehow. <laughs> so I told him, I said, I'm going home. So anyway, LaDonna agreed with me, and that's, that's what we decided we'd do. And, and all the time, I'm trying to go home. They're trying to say that I'm not going to live long enough to go home, you know. And uh, it's so many funny things happen, and they said, well, we can't do it. I'm trying to shorten this up. But anyway, and they said, well, we'll just get you a... I told them, I said, I'm going home, and you better get me a wheelchair and get my car up here where I can go. They said, well, we'll get you an ambulance. I said, I don't want an ambulance. I just want to go home. So anyway, we got everything lined up and uh, got got to go away from there. And, and what I'm trying to say is that the scheduling the next week, they had me scheduled for uh, a defibrillator and a pacemaker and port for uh, dialysis and I don't know what all they were going to do to me. And when I left, they didn't think I'd make it home, you know. They said, you know, and they were telling LaDonna all the time, she better get ready because I was going to die. But God had another plan. And what I'm saying is if you keep your eyes on God, he'll find a way for you to get out, for you to go. Your faith has to be strong. And let me tell you, my faith's not that strong at times. I'm not trying to. I'm not bragging on Gerald Riley by any means. I'm trying to lift Jesus up and tell you what he can do. But uh, our faith is uh, something that we have to live by on a daily basis. We, we've, we've got to uh, got to have that faith and to believe it and, uh, and go with it. In uh, Luke 17, 5 and 6, Jesus talks about faith and he says... Uh, the apostles said to him, Lord, increase our faith. And replied, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say that mulberry bush or that mulberry tree be uprooted and planted in the sea and it'll obey you. And it will do it. You, uh, you uh, don't think so, but uh, it will. You have, to, uh, you have to believe. Whatever you believe in Christ will come true if you have faith enough to stay with it and believe it. Uh, there is... I wanted to find... Uh, well, kind of lost my place here, but... Anyway, faith is something we have to live by and also something we need to do as we go along in life. I also want to read to you from James and uh, see what he says about faith. It says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? 
Suppose a brother or a sister without clothes and daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? By the same way, faith by itself, it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I'll show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish, foolish person, you do, not, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see faith and his actions were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that person is considered righteous by what they do, not by, what, not by faith alone. And in the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. Our faith not only has to keep our eyes on Christ, but we also have to have deeds that go along with that, that uh, we help people along as we go through this, this walk, this earth. Uh, when I was in the hospital down there, like I said, uh, <laughs> not even going by my notes because somehow God wanted me to offer this up again, so that's what I'm doing. Prayer is something that's just unbelievable. Uh, and I know you folks prayed, and uh, that's what got me home, by the way. But anyway, it says uh, in James, it's uh, 5, 13 through 16, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well, and the Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. You really have no idea how powerful your prayers are. Uh, you know, you have to be on the receiving end of them to understand uh, how, what they are. And uh, I told uh, uh, LaDonna and I were talking about it one time, and I said, you know, I'd like to know, <laughs> I guess, if I, when I get to heaven, I want to ask the Lord, which prayer got me over the hill? Was it the first one? Was it the thousandth one? Was it yours? Was it his? Whose was it that, uh, that God listened to? But anyway, it, uh, it, it did the job. Uh, it's, uh, I want to end this with a little more scripture here. This is Romans 12, 3. For, the breath, for by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. In Hebrews 11:6, and without faith it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. 
and in James, it says uh, in 117, every good and perfect gift is for, comes from above, coming down from the Father with the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Shadows. You know, in uh, in Corinthians, it says uh, that. Uh, you have faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. But you can't have the hope and the, and the love without the faith to get there. And the greatest is love. And another comment I want to make, which just kind of throw it in here, is if you love someone, don't be afraid to tell them. You know, and when I grew up, I don't think I don't think my dad ever told me that he loved me. I knew he did, but we just didn't do that when I grew up in that time. And now in my life, I've always said that you know I love you. Uh, tell my wife, tell my grandkids. Ben's fifty some years old. I still I give him and tell him that. So if you have a if you love someone, don't be afraid to tell them if it's a man. It's not a sissy thing to tell him that you love him. It's a, a godly thing. So express your feelings. Tell God you love him. And have the faith to continue to believe. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. We just love you. We thank you for all the gifts of this life. We thank you for the good things. Father, this is on this earth is heaven and we've got a better place than this to go to and i i don't know how it would be but i know you've got it made for us so father we just thank you for it we expect many miracles and we expect good things from you all of our life we know we're going to have some hard times some bumps but we'll get past those and we'll get the good things yeah and we just love you father we thank you and we want to live for you we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.